you should definitely get yourself back into that. You enjoyed that. Yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I would like to get into racing too. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, I know we're a week late. Right. But we're back. But we're fashionably late as usual. <laughs> even though you can't see us. That's right. Uh episode twelve. Yes. Where is I going with this? Going to episode twelve, I guess. <laughs> um yeah, we're back. We missed you guys. Um, pretty sure you guys missed us. Hope you guys missed us. Right. Um, I, I know. I know one person in particular missed us. He hit me up last week and was like, uh, "Is everything okay? Right, what's going like, on?" <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Oh, okay." Because you know, I was looking for the podcast. And, you know, I didn't get the alert. Like, well, damn. <laughs> you go with your bad self. I like um, it. I like it. Shouts out to Steve, man. We love Steve. Yes. Um, so uh, for his sake, we had to make sure we came back this week like we told him we would. So we're back. Episode 12, where was I going with this? We're going to get right into the shits, man. Uh, uh, what are I mean, we starting this, on? This is probably the first time we're really going to go over like a really, really serious subject on this on this podcast. Um, we got to talk about Jesse Smollett, man. Oh, as, yeah. yeah as, as who we are and, and how we live. Uh, in America and in these times, uh, we have to talk about this. I don't even have to give the backstory because I imagine everybody, everybody knows should, yeah. about this story. It's everywhere. Man. Um, this man claimed he was attacked. Turns out the police have evidence and video evidence that uh, contradict this man's statement, um, mm-hmm. basically proving that he set it up because he was clout chasing, trying yeah. to get a better contract with Empire. There's rumors he was afraid that his Empire contract was being terminated and he was being uh, cut out of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also uh, theory and rumor that goes into the idea that he was upset that a letter that was allegedly sent to him from someone that had you know disparaging, racist, homophobic, uh, comments in it. it was also laced with some white substance there's also um a, a belief that he may have sent that him to himself as well yeah i saw that um which if there's any corroborating of that story with evidence then we might be talking about even more charges than what he's already facing which is currently just filing a police report um what i'm really bringing this subject up i guess is to touch on how do you feel about it first of all um how, how do you think this affects um, either side of the coin when it comes to the uh, tear in society that we kind of have at this moment in, in time um, involving, you know, racism, sexism, you know, hatred against, you know, hom- hom- uh, homosexual people, mm-hmm. things like that. And, and so to me, real quick, I think that when we come across situations like this and people, for lack of a better term, cry wolf as they're as they're liking to say that this dude has done mm-hmm. um, or they fabricate stories, whether it be something as brutal as, as an attack that he described he um, sustained right. um, from two people and, and something along the lines of, you know, a, a racist case or, you know, you've got these people that are basically making up these stories. How do you think that affects the narrative? Like, it seems like one false story can ruin six real ones. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I definitely think it can do that. I don't know, man. It's just crazy. It's just because it's just one of those ones where it's like, it makes you like, when you hear one of the stories next time, it's like, is it true? Is it not? You know what I mean? Instead of just, you know, taking the story for what it is and, you know, being like, damn, this, you know, what's going on? Your first instinct is going to be like, well, remember that other dude? Right. He was lying. So, and that's this person telling the truth. Yeah. That sucks, man. Because it really, it really hurts the people that really have to, you know, go through something like that. Yeah. Now, what's funny for me, though, is I don't mean to sound negative or whatever about the situation but quite honestly when i first heard the story i was at work mm-hmm. and a co-worker told me about it like the story of just that when the news broke or, okay. yeah yeah yeah. when yeah, the original okay. story broke yeah, that this was man like was coming out of a subway at 2 a.m right, and got attacked, and got attacked and right okay. and this and this broke and he right. was basically recovering from said injuries and whatnot right right when when that story broke there was a a small part of me 
that when I immediately heard the story and then the coworker was kind of giving me the details of the story, because just the initial, oh, this guy got attacked, he's he's black, he's gay. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's believable right off the bat. Yeah, especially in today's society. The thing that brought doubt into my mind, as weird as it sounds, was the portion of the story that he put into it that they told him this is MAGA country. And the reason why my doubt begins there is not because it's not believable. It's because, to me, it wasn't believable for the region in which he claims this crime took place. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Chicago, Illinois. Yeah. That's not the kind of place that I'm that I feel like I'm I going to find. I would be worried about like Trump supporters. That, that, that like overt of, Trump yeah, supporters. Like that type of Trump. Yeah, correct. Trump supporter, nah, I get you. I'm not. I don't think no. Chicago. Like if I had a map in front of me of the United States of America and I had to name five states where I think that would happen, I don't think Chicago's in my top. Well, 10. yeah, like yeah, <laughs> or Illinois. Yeah, basically. yeah, nah, I get you, man. Yeah, like yeah. states or cities. Yeah, like nah, you know I what I mean. You. Like I'm I'm not looking at that region and being like, hmm. Stay away from there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, not at all. No. So that's why for me, when when that really came out, I was like, that seems very over the top. Right. And then when when the actual doubt really started to come in, I'm like, okay. On a joking tip, who the fuck goes to Subway at 2 o'clock in the morning in Chicago? So on that note, I will defend that part because I've been to Subway at 2 o'clock. Not in Chicago, but I've been to Subway at 2 o'clock in the morning. So I know why they're open 24 hours, and it's exactly for that reason. <laughs> but I don't know, man. Like, uh, I mean, I mean, I guess, you know. I've been there. If you're at Subway at 2 o'clock in the morning. I've been there. I've been some, you know, maybe Plus Jack like, in the Box 2 in the morning, something along those lines. We're, we're typical 9 to 5 dudes. He's not. You know what no, I, mean? I understand that. Dude, and I understand so that he could have been leaving a be club. Erratic, but you know what I, mean? I think he's also someone with enough um, public... Uh, yeah, I get I- you. Image, identity. enough, yeah, yeah, public identity where somebody where would recognize him. him. Yeah, I get you. That for him to be by himself at 2 o'clock in the morning at Subway in also, Chicago, didn't, yeah, though, also like, didn't make sense. That's why I was like, man, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, I don't know. And then at the end of the day. the weather they're having right now, too. Like, oh, no, yeah, it's yeah, horrible. No, if that. <laughs> but also at the same time, like at the end of the day, somebody attacks you, puts a noose over your neck. Are you really going to stand there and be like giving your interview with police with that fucking thing still around your neck? As symbolic as that thing would be, no, nah, that'd be like the first thing. I'd yeah, that's the first thing I'm taking off the yeah, moment they go no, away. Like, like they I'm can not see, worried about. They can see that bitch laying over there on no the floor. Like, like no, I'm not I'm worried about fuck fucking standing there as a black man in America, fucking right, with a, a fucking noose around my neck. neck. No, nah, fuck you, all man. that. Nah, that's not happening. And that's why, at some point in time, I myself was really like, the more I hear that there's doubt, the more I feel like my doubt is being confirmed. Were you? Because I was. See, I was. A, I was a bit skeptical I can't from see the that jump. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't necessarily. I was like. I was not naive in the sense, but I didn't really have no reason to not believe this, dude. You well, know nobody I mean? had and no reason not to. You believe know what I mean? Him. Like, but the and, moment but that even any public be thought. Like, that's what I'm saying. I, would, I didn't okay. know enough details okay. to be like, oh, this dude, you know, there's some holes in his story. Until I started seeing stuff where it was like, now this guy's got holes in his story and the police are looking into him. Now I started reading up on it and I was like, oh, okay, this is, this well, is kind of crazy. That. I think for me, it wasn't like I immediately said, this guy is full of shit. I no, think I for you. me, I just wanted to hear more about the, the investigation yeah. because initially, I'm not saying that, the, that to me, I didn't believe that, that it wasn't possible. Yeah. Plausible. I had doubts because it's Chicago, Illinois at two o'clock in the morning. Trump supporters are not on the streets of Chicago at two o'clock in the morning. Let's keep it a buck. They are not fucking walking around the streets of Chicago at Mm. two o'clock in the morning looking to attack a black dude. The chances of a white uh, of two white dudes being outnumbered by black people on the streets of Chicago at two o'clock in the morning are are probably highly likely. Right. Exactly. (laughs) So that's why for me, like as much as as much as it's easy to like kind of laugh about like the play the fact that we're playing this stereotype it's really not a stereotype really, you just when just you're talking about like the amount of african-americans yeah, no, exactly. that live in chicago exactly. where overtly trump people are not running around those streets looking for a victim right you're probably going to become the victim Doing sorry if you're a area. trump supporter running around and the moment some dude saw you with a noose in your hands like you was about to go attack someone right he's he about to get a, your life snatched you know what i mean like what the fuck yeah you know you about to get your life nah, snatched from you, you gonna wake up in a fucking back alley 
<laughs> fucked all up if you right. wake up. Yeah, like, exactly. no, that's not happening in Chicago. I, I put some money on that shit that that I, is not about that. to happen. I'm with you on that. So that's so why for me it point. was just like, this is so over the top. If this shit happened in Alabama, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. <laughs> You know what this I mean? shit happened in Florida, he'd be dead. Yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He'd be dead. Like, mm, And that's why, to me, it just... The whole, like, the, the details know, that really gotta... tried to drive the point home of the overt message as to why they attacked him... Yeah. ...just seemed a bit much. And, and then, for me, it was just like, okay, I want to... So that's what kind of initially made me feel like... All right, I want to hear more and see where this story goes. But that's another thing that bothers me about the whole situation is not only do you slander, like, hate crime in a sense because now yeah. you've lied. Yeah, and you so decredited now you, it. You know, you decredited it in the sense of real victims. Correct. But now you give that man, like, that man the ammo in a sense to be like, this... Yeah, uh, this is why people think we're racist. Right, exactly, because of this type of stuff, fake... Fake news Correct. right here. Correct. You know what I mean? Type Correct. of thing. It's like, come on, bro. Now you just. The only thing you have to agree with him on, though, is the idea that this is this is false bullshit that's pushing a narrative uh, in a fraudulent way. L- let me tell you, the, the last thing we need in this country is to make up stories yeah, about exactly. black men being attacked, gay men, gay black men right. being attacked in this country. And I mean all of those things I just named off individually. Right. Black men, gay men, and gay black men. Yeah, exactly. Being attacked in this country, sometimes unprovoked, sometimes due to disagreements, sometimes due to the color of their skin. Right. Their sexual preference, all of those all things. All of those things, yeah. We don't need fake stories about those topics Not at all. in this country Just, because we have enough of the real ones. Right, exactly. And that's why it really bothers me when certain situations like this happen because you just set back any kind of movement mm-hmm. that may have been taking place. You set it back years. Right. I might even be willing to say maybe a decade yeah. just in the idea that it is so hard to make any progress that the moment that that progress is even remotely considered to be illegitimate at any moment in time, you set it back to the point where it takes a long time to get that ball rolling again. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what he did. And he did it for multiple demographics because there are going to be some people that just look at him as a black dude. There are going to be some people that look at him as just a homosexual. And there are going to be some people that look at him as both. Yep, exactly. And no matter what, he hurt all of those communities. Yeah. And and that's kind of always the biggest thing that's always kind of puzzled me about those two minority communities, and I mean the black community and the gay community, is it seemed like there's a lot of times where those communities are put into positions where they feel like they, they have to even feel more important than the other's cause, when really we're just fighting for the same damn thing. Mm-hmm. Homosexuals, transsexuals, the entire LGBTQ community wants to be treated as normal human beings and viewed as such. Black people want the same thing. Right, exactly. So why are we here making it seem like Black Lives Matter matters more than the trans movement? And I mean that and the LGBTQ movement, not just one of those groups, but all of them. And I mean that in the sense of we're just trying to be treated like normal human beings just like everyone else. Right, just get the same rights. There yeah. are yeah. there are LGBTQ people committing suicide at crazy rates, being attacked at crazy rates, being killed at crazy rates. Black men, yeah, you know, black thing. people, yeah. same thing. So that's why I really see such a, a similar situation. That That's why I really say that in a sense, both of those causes are just as important as both. Right. So how how do they not find a way at some point in time to support each other? Instead, it almost seems like they want to drown each other out at times. When when we finally start working together, and I feel like that was starting to potentially happen because of the pushback against the president mm-hmm. and the pushback against the communities that surround him, alt-right, white nationalists, white supremacists, neo-Nazi, whatever you want to call these guys that have crawled out of their rocks now that we have uh, a president who has won a campaign with divisiveness and and with hatred in a sense and with a lot of stereotyping. For sure. They've come out of their rocks. 
And so now we've all had this common goal that's kind of in a roundabout way brought us together and then bang. One of our own in the sense of this guy being an African-American gay man drops this to push a movement that we already had enough going on to be able to push this movement against something and make progress. Mm. And then this type of stuff happens and it just illegitimizes almost all of that movement Mm -hmm. in one fell swoop. Yeah. There are certain situations where the communities just can't say, well, we have to have compassion for this person. This dude doesn't even understand how badly he fucked up this movement. Right. Like, you don't even have the ability to comprehend the depth and breadth at which you have fucked up a movement that was doing very, very well in moving towards a result that both of those communities would have loved to have seen. And that's to get Trump the fuck out the White House. Right, exactly. 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 And you have somehow, some way, by making up this entire story because of your own right. selfish wants, now you, got people who fucking... you have fucked up an entire community of right. people. It's terrible, man. You know what I mean? Because it is so easy for, and it happens all the time. We were talking about it earlier before right. we got on the show. Yeah. It takes only one minority to basically fuck it up for their entire race, it seems, at times. Mm-hmm. In the eyes of the majority. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Right, exactly. Because you are going to be, you know, viewed as like, you're your brother's keeper. Right. Like, because this black dude robs someone, that means all black dudes rob people. Or that means you're mad at me now because I just happen to be the same skin tone as him. I don't even got to fucking know the guy. Right, exactly. It's kind of the same thing. Mm -hmm. He just did the same thing. And that's really why when I see the people who were staunch supporters of him, to me, you can't not completely back off of that dude. Right, yeah, exactly. You got to say. You have to be like, you know what? No. He was wrong. Yeah, enough exactly. is enough. Yeah, exactly. You're wrong. You're a fraud. Right. You're just as bad as they are because yep. you didn't even care about your own people enough to know that this wasn't needed. Right. Just to further your what you thought was a career right. that was, was going for, yeah, nowhere. That's the thing. It was all for personal gain. In a sense, this you got know. you nothing in the end and hurt so many people. You don't even under you gotta get you gotta get the fuck out. Yeah, you gotta go. You gotta, you gotta get gotta the go. fuck out. You gotta go. You gotta exit stage right. Yeah. I'm not gonna sit here and support you, bro. I c no. I can't do it. No. I can't do no. it because you fucked me. In a roundabout way, you somehow managed to oh, fuck yeah. me simply because I share the same skin color as you. Yeah. And I share some of the same ideologies as you in the sense of I want equal treatment of rights for everyone, whether they be gay, straight, homosexual, transgender, black, white, blue, brown, whatever. Right. Because I judge people on how I interact with those people. Yeah. I even have the ability to, to judge somebody that you may know differently than the way you judge them and still not hold that against either person. Right, no, I get you. You know what I mean? Like that's that, that, be. that's yeah. possible. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Because you can only judge the way somebody treats you for the most part. Yeah. yeah. There are times where that's different. No, yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's always rule. But for the most part, people that are not necessarily within your inner circle. Right. Hey, okay. That's fine. I've had this interaction with him. You've had this interaction. Cool. Well, me and him get along. You guys don't necessarily get along. Whatever. Right. Exactly. Whatever. Especially in the work environment. Oh, yeah. It's definitely like that. But but in our case, it's like, well, you know, I did have that one bad experience with that, that black, black guy dude, four years ago. You know ago, what I mean? And, and fuck. You know. Fuck. You know so I mean? why should we have to share that? So yeah, it's quite crazy, honestly, man. Jesse Smollett, you got to get the fuck about it. Yeah, exactly. Sayonara, bro. Yeah, you I, I, go. I, I think you that you go. should be held responsible for more than just filing a, a false police report. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think that there, there should, should be more be, to it for the fact that he tried to stage like a hate crime. I mean, I feel like there should be. I think <laughs> that there should be some ex, some some accelerator to something based on the fact that he basically tried to falsely report a hate crime. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think when you make a hate, hate crimes, crime, it yes. makes it that much more worse. If you as a true perpetrator of a real hate crime is held to stiffer penalties because, because of you were found guilty crime, of a hate crime, then it should be the same thing when you, you falsely report being a victim exactly. of a hate crime. That's right. And that's just me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, there was really nothing happening to you at all. Like, this story is so fucking fabricated. None of it yeah, was real. None of it was, none of it. Literally, none of this story seems you to straight, have come out as real. We have these guys yeah, on exactly. tape buying the same 
items that were then used in the attack at a right. store. Yeah. Check from you and all. Yeah, I don't understand. Who the fuck writes a fucking check? Bro? I don't. Who even has? Who uses checks, checks anymore? I it's fucking twenty nineteen. Okay, so I use checks to pay my rent, but that's about it. You ever you use checks to pay other people? <laughs> Shout outs to Jackie. She yeah. did pay me with a check to buy the cookie dough. Thanks for your purchase. But yeah, I pay I checks? pay her to pay our rent. <laughs> but no, I always write checks for. Yeah, but checks are good to keep a record of too. Yeah, exactly. It's a lot easier to keep a record of a check. But yeah, you got it in I your just, book. Yeah, exactly. But literally, as, like, as to commit a crime, though, that, dude. to commit a crime. Yeah, exactly. What a dumbass. He you, gotta go you, you gave a paper trail to the people that you were co-conspirating with to, cre to create this fiasco, to, exactly. to create this bullshit, and you wrote them a check? Yeah. A personal check? God damn. Right. You're right. not even fucking smarter than Donald <laughs> Trump. Even Trump fucking knew to have Cohen cut the right. fucking check to Stormy <laughs> Daniels, and then he <laughs> cut the check to Back Cohen. To At Cohen. least he gave him yeah, a fucking exactly. middleman. <laughs> Jesus exactly. Christ. You, we want to fight against this dumb fuck in the White House, right. and you're more fucking stupid than he, he is. is. Exactly. You fucking... No, you mean. fucked up. You got to go away, bro. You got to go, go away. You can't be recognized by both groups no more. Just you're put an outlier, on the record, bro. I never watched Empire. So I didn't support any of that anyways. Well, see, it's for me, it's I don't give, like, I never watched Empire, but I'm one of those people that I didn't necessarily give a fuck about Empire. No, I didn't either. I didn't even really know like, who the dude was until I, like, saw the no, story. No, I more like, heard about the story oh, because okay. it was like, oh, okay, the Empire guy. So I'm like, okay, oh, this is who this dude is. Okay, cool. Well, that's, because gotcha. at first I thought he just, I thought he only played a gay character. When I first heard the story, because I didn't know anything about Empire. Oh, yeah. That's so when they yeah, talked about him at yeah. first, I thought that he was just a black dude, but he was playing a gay character. No, but that, these that people was... who attacked him were so stupid, they couldn't yeah, separate, separate the, the fact that he's not gay. But then I found out he was. That'd be kind of. That'd or is, I should case. say. <laughs> really. And so that's when I was like, okay. So that's when I really started yeah. to kind of follow it. But ah, yes. now nah, he's got to go. He's got to sure. go. Let's talk about something else before I get too worked up. <laughs> fucking bullshit <laughs> god damn man i'm with you man i'm with you black people please love yourself <laughs> so next uh zion and his magical unmagical shoe i don't know what to you say to i don't know what to start about that the fact that it happened 33 seconds into the game or the fact that he's been wearing those shoes all season well I don't think the fact that it happened 33 seconds into the game hurts anybody but the people who way that's overpaid what I'm saying though that's what, that's, what, <laughs> that's what I was getting tickets. at because that game was so over because we could get on a whole nother tangent that about the how the secondary hypers. market and that school made how much money off that young man and he doesn't see a dime of it and don't even not you but you get people that are be you know well he gets a college oh, education scholars. that young man is not getting no fucking college he education no education either. you are not He's getting not a college education from being one and done no <laughs> <laughs> Stop no. it. Stop it. I would be surprised if he's still going to class right now. I wouldn't be going to class. I wouldn't if you go already to did your first semester finals, you don't have to go to class for no, the second it semester. Matter. No, because it won't matter. Because by the matter? time you'd be found ineligible, you've already finished your NCAA basketball in career. Yeah, I'm you're on the way to the draft. Correct. Sayonara. Correct. So that, that's, a, that's a whole other tangent <laughs> we could get into about money in the NCAA and how that doesn't seem to that's add a up. Whole However, 20 episodes. But. We're here to get specific and we want to talk about that um, left shoe. That left shoe. Man, that was, that was nasty. Honestly, though, I can't blame Nike for it. You can't blame, you can't really blame. I mean, I guess you can blame Zion a little bit in the sense of. You could say, like, oh, you should wear a shoe more fitted for him. I get that. Or he shouldn't wear the same shoe for that long of a period. I get that, too. But at the same time, my thing is he's still young. He's still learning. He tweaked his knee. He'll be A-OK. -okay. My advice is, though, sit your ass down for the rest of the year and wait for that NBA contract. Oh, okay. So you want to bring – okay. Well, but, here's – But my thing, though, like, with the shoe and the whole, like – Nike took a hit that day, and that was just a, that was just a good opportunity to get into the stock. It's, yeah, oh, it's I probably <laughs> it's probably still <laughs> it's probably still pricey. You know, what I mean? uh, but it was good though. You I know, bet you buy I on bet. the down. You know, no, no, I you feel you on that. Down. But at the same time, like, why is why is so much, 
Why is so much stock being put into a kid that Nike is literally losing stock over a kid's broken shoe? Right. Somebody that doesn't even represent Nike other than the fact that he plays He has to wear Nike basketball. because he plays college for Duke. Right. And co- Duke D1 is a Nike school. basketball for Duke. So right. he's going to wear the shoes that his school is provided right. for free by whoever they are basically outfitted by. Right. In so, this case, it happens to be Nike. But that's just, you know, that's Wall Street all on its own. So. But I also think that... I, I don't understand why... Okay, so once again, this is knee-jerk society, mm. where the moment something happens, there must be oh, an yeah. immediate reaction. Yes. See, you know what they say? There's To every action, there is a... Uh, reaction. You know, an equal and opposing reaction, or whatever they say, right? Mm-hmm. But they don't say immediate. No. So why do we feel like the reaction to whatever happens to things have to, has to be swift and immediate? I think in that sense only because it was Zion and that dude. Yeah, but at the he's same time, he's on every headline right now. You know, he's the hottest thing in basketball right but now. But at the so. same time, we're also in a situation where now that the details are coming out that this kid was wearing the shoe for the entire year, mm-hmm. when we also are now hearing from athletes and have heard from athletes for a very long time, especially basketball and football players, where they will change shoes or cleats on a weekly basis. Oh, yeah. Um, there are some players in the NBA, Michael Jordan was one of them, who would wear shoes on a game basis and at times was on a half game basis where he would change shoes at halftime. We still see stories in the NBA about players switching up completely two different models of shoes throughout a game. They'll come out in something that looks cool as shit. They're cold from the field. They're shooting like dog shit. They come out in the second half in something Something different. they used to. Whether that's right. because of a superstition or, or whether that's, that's because of how they feel about what, yeah, what is, their shoes performing at their best, ultimately, that kid had no business wearing a shoe the whole season. No. And, and, and I find a hard time believing that he's never heard that before. No, probably not. He's just one of those probably hard-headed, just he broke the shoes in, they were comfy, so he didn't feel He's superstitious. Anything. That too, maybe. He's that too, maybe. I, I mean, why else? A lot of, lot of sports people. A are. lot of sports people are superstitious. Sports people and are. if he felt like those are the shoes that he's really been playing right. his best in, maybe Shit. he decides to stay in them. But at the same time, you risk that. You risk you? breaking that shoe down because yep. of the overuse. When you're literally, it's one thing to play rec basketball in a pair of basketball shoes. It's one thing to just play here and there in a pair of basketball shoes. Oh, yeah. It is another thing to practice full out yeah. and then play games full out. Oh yeah, yeah. In the same pair of basketball shoes. Yeah, definitely. Oh, and, oh. By the way, side note: you're six seven, two hundred and eighty pounds. Yeah, you're absolutely huge. Um. In a shoe that was designed for a player that is taller, yes, but out, but you outweigh them by probably close to sixty pounds. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Paul George is what two twenty five, so you got to give him forty pounds. Two twenty five, damn. No, sixty pounds. Yeah, he's a big dude. Even at two twenty, two eighty. Nah, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, but my thing is though, why doesn't he wear LeBrons? Do you think it's a LeBron thing? Do you think no. it's a Zion don't compare me to LeBron thing? No, I think it's just something that he's just, he likes that shoe. Honestly, I don't think it goes much farther than that. I think he just likes that shoe. But it's okay <laughs> liking the shoe, but at the same time, like you've been in AAU in. ball your whole life. Can't tell me he ain't been in AAU ball his whole life, right? Yeah. You can't tell me this. he has not been getting handed shoes his whole entire life, whether it be legal or illegal. I don't give oh, a shit. Oh, for sure. But Get it, a man that's, that's my point. Like He's probably tried a whole bunch of different shoes and... He's come across these ones that he likes. But not, you, but not saying that he wears this to wear the same one every game. But, but that's my thing. Like you play you for can the still University wear, of like, Duke, bro. Like if you like that model of shoes, that's, what that's I'm saying. all Just cool. Just get new shoes. Just get, get new shoes. Yeah, new version or new colors. Or but the other thing that kind of bothered me about this situation is he hasn't new. said anything. What does he need to say though? To me, bro. What does if, he need to come out and say? Like, what is okay? So you know, nothing, you, you you know, in three months, not story. even man, not even three months. There's nothing about this story that like there's anything behind it. 
to me at the at the end of the day if i want to leave all my potential options open because if i love this shoe so much i had to wear this exact shoe i'm probably not looking to in a few months when i'm no longer an amateur college athlete looking to rule out any options potentially for what might be one of the biggest shoe contracts in nba history yeah but the nike contract ain't off the table just cuz i'm not, not saying, saying the nike that. i'm not saying it is but what i'm saying it is is it might sweeten the deal if maybe he was like, yo, I've worn these shoes from the beginning, like I have faith in Nike, something along those lines, to even just kind of be like, yeah, and yeah, but maybe and he set do- the record but straight. Maybe in he doesn't sense. say that because then it looks like mm, you get some kickbacks under the table from Nike. They paying you to say that. I mean, I'm not saying you know that should come like out with like an official statement. No, I would, what, I would just be saying to come out as, as a press. I mean, they get interviewed all the time. But that's how it's gonna be looked, though. They're gonna be like, oh, you hear Zion say this about Nike. They paying him to say that about their shoes. Yeah, but at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, he may have hurt recruiting at Duke. When that, when you don't want to know, look at here. I, I believe that more college players are crooked in the sense of they receive stuff that they're not supposed to. Oh, of course. I think that happens a lot more. You got to survive at the end of the day. No, no, I'm with it. Like, don't get me. I don't agree with the rules. I'm just saying that I totally, honestly believe that there are a whole bunch of players that are out there breaking the rules. When you're a college player like that, you don't necessarily, especially when you already have the spotlight on you all the time, you don't necessarily want more of a spotlight on you. But the thing is, you can't get more of a spotlight on Zion Williamson than there no, are. No, but I'm saying, though, but if you come out and say, like, billion dollar company losing stock over a fucking But that's what I'm saying, though. You're basically saying, like, he if he were to come out and say something that people are going to look like, Oh bro, like, do you have something going on with Nike under the table that, that I don't think by necessarily saying that he, that he wasn't like, for me, I think it would be about selling confidence in his ability to play in a shoe that he is required to wear by the school that he is attached to is, is my thing because, because to me, are there kids who are shallow enough out there to have think, oh, Zion Williamson blew out his shoe. I guess maybe, I guess maybe Nike isn't necessarily the shoe for me. So then maybe I guess Duke isn't the college for me. It's not like you can go up into Duke and be like, nah, I'm good. I'll supply my own Adidas. Well, of course, Duke not. can be like, you can get your whack ass but the fuck up out of here. But people think about that regardless, though. Like you can't tell me college basketball oh, players. I, I can't tell you that college football players don't, don't select colleges strictly based, based on, on what the they uniform. Wear. Yeah, I'm saying. Based I'm not on saying what that that wear. doesn't exist. <laughs> However, what I'm saying is, is this doesn't necessarily help Duke, right? It no, doesn't help he them. Don't have to help Duke. That's what I'm saying. Like he owes nobody and nothing. That, owe, that but he's a, he's a, he's a student nothing. athlete, so technically, in the eyes, they owe him. Yeah. <laughs> they owe the school oh, everything, right? Shit, fuck them, man. Yeah. That's yeah. I'd be like, man. All right, so here's my other counterpoint, though. We've now seen a second story come out with a player in a game playing for the University of Indiana who just blew out his shoe, mm-hmm. but he plays in an Adidas. Yeah. So. Adidas ain't Nike. Where's the stock drop? Adidas ain't Nike. Where's if the, you think where's about the it, hoopla? The but, biggest thing about it is, and that to player me, is not Zion Williamson. He also didn't game. get hurt. Oh, and yeah, that's but the difference. He's not Zion Williamson either. But he didn't get hurt because Derrick Rose, when he got hurt, Adidas hurt. Yeah, but Adidas. I mean, Adidas yes, hurt. I don't you think know what I mean. So I think that it Adidas hurt their hurt. growth because I don't think I don't think that I don't I'm think sure that their it, stock. If we go back to that day, oh, I'm it, sure their stock probably took a hit. It may have and was just not reported, but I think it definitely hurt oh, what was a what was a big wave that Adidas was, was riding at that time. Because at that time they had, they they had they D Rose, they had Dwight Howard. But that's when they still had the NBA deal at that time. Yeah, that was when they had the NBA deal. That's what deal. I'm saying. So I'm sure they took a massive hit if we go back to that day. I might try to do that. I All right, look it do up. that and we'll and we we'll readdress and we'll this see. and get and get deeper. And we'll into see what it. happened. I'm just saying so. that if these kids are wearing the same damn shoes, expect these shoes to deteriorate and blow out. Yeah, of course. So stop but, wearing uh, the same goddamn shoes. You fucking play for a school. You could probably have a shoe every day of the week. Right. Maybe if you didn't sell them to get money. To live because you ain't getting paid shit. You know, they selling their shoes for weed money. They ain't selling their yeah. shoes for food. Stress relief, bruh. Selling their shoes Stress for weed money. Relief. So all right. I think, all right, we could, yeah. We College can, life is stressful. Yeah. How the <laughs> fuck would we know? <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I went to technical school. <laughs> fucking killed it. That, that shit was a bitch, though. Yeah. Fucking school five days a week. 
till okay, nine at night. night. Yeah. All your finals were ten set, uh, ten, ten question, multiple choices. That's you had to you had to score a B or higher in order to pass. Oh yeah. Yeah, but ten questions that means you can miss two. Yeah, I was about to say you got to get eight out of ten every yeah, time. Yeah. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. Yeah. Yeah, well, stressful. Yeah, I can imagine. You'll fail on some bullshit. <laughs> Next topic, we could probably cover the rest of the show off this one. Maybe not. We'll see where it goes. Colin Kaepernick. I know we're late to the party, but it's partially because we missed last week. Yeah. But I was honestly hoping in missing last week that some more details about yeah, it would leak out. out. And fizzled it has out. literally Leak. just disappeared. It was literally that one day and. Yeah, like it makes me almost feel kind of weird even wanting to talk about it, but I really want to address it, but not for the reasons that people might think. I really want to address it because to me, I'm more concerned about where does this leave us? Like, because it has disappeared and it's basically gone. Did anything come of it? Like, what changes from this moment in time? Colin Kaepernick doesn't have to tell us how much income he basically proved he was out of. Because I would imagine that that he had to At prove lost wages, yeah. and then pain and suffering, or whatever it may right. be. So I'm sure that that all of that came into play, and I'm sure that that's how the settlement was partially determined. Because that's how you would look at those types of settlements when it comes to jobs, labor, and things right, like exactly. that. Okay, how much is my labor worth? How much, how much labor did you cost me? Right. So therefore, you owe me X amount of dollars. I get all that. What I want to know is, though, is so he didn't have to admit how much the bag was. Fucking massive check, I'm sure. Tens of millions of dollars, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Some people think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of 50 to 80 million dollars. Okay. Okay. Shit, I'll take. I'll take one million. Yeah. Right. <laughs> take a half a million right exactly. now. Shit, I got some assets. <laughs> um, but then on the other hand. We also don't have the NFL dead to rights on what could have been the fact that, like I told you earlier, a league comprised of 70 plus percent players on, on the player side being African-American. Mm -hmm. I'm sure the coaches side goes more to the edge of white. Yeah. Definitely. And the owners definitely tilt the needle all the way back over. Well, definitely. Right? Yeah. I mean, even the coaches more now than of course. last year. But, well, yeah, because you had what? That was a whole issue with the offseason. What? Four, three or four? Three, three or four black coaches. You had Steve Wilkes, Vance uh, Joseph, mm -hmm. um, Todd Bowles. Because Vance Joseph was the Broncos, Wilkes was the Cardinals, the Miami Dolphins. Todd Bowles was. Uh, the Jets, Jets, the Dolphins right. was Gase, but he's a white oh, dude. No, yeah. Um, I thought there was one more, but you did have that fucked up Lovey Smith firing just a couple, you know, a few years back when mm -hmm. they gave the job to Dirk Cutter. But anyways, you have this league that is basically there's no black ownership in this league at all, Not whitewashed enough. to the max, and we had an opportunity to know whether or not a league that is so full of African-American men, yet so overtly controlled by nothing but white men, <clears throat> we had a chance to know whether or not these white men basically got together and said, we like the players, but you guys really can't talk about this black rights stuff and, right. and do this. So right. eh, because of that, you know, you all of a sudden aren't good enough to play and nobody's going to sign him. So right. we all agree to basically agree that, you know, we're just going to let this die out by nobody happening to sign this, this guy. Right. That would have been such a PR nightmare oh, for the NFL. Goodness. I could imagine. Um. Mm -hmm. I almost feel like at that moment in time, if that would have come out to be true, we might have been looking at more um, showings of protest. Yeah, I get you from, yeah, I get you. From even more players now mm -hmm. who now yeah. know that, okay, not only did I, you know, like maybe I'm not a guy who kneeled, but I'm a guy who felt like, 
Colin Kaepernick should still have a job in the NFL, whether he kneels or not, and whether I decide to kneel or not. But I'm pretty sure most players were in agreement that Colin Kaepernick was good enough to have had a job in the NFL. Yeah, somewhere, some way. Yeah, for sure. I don't think anybody's disputing that who actually watches football and who knows about the game. Yeah. I'm not sure about all these casual fans, and quite honestly, a lot of the casual fans that that believe that Colin Kaepernick was not good enough to play in the NFL are only trying to knock him because they don't like the fact, the fact that, that he, he kneels. kneels. Oh yeah, I guarantee. Yeah, so kind of goes hand in hand yeah. when you talk to those people that to a, yeah. yeah, because <laughs> anybody who actually watched Colin Kaepernick play before he was kneeling, right. knew that Colin Kaepernick was a good enough quarterback to play to, in the NFL. To be in the NFL. And, and he hadn't even and, been given a true chance to fizzle out. Right. Not even. Not because to go the, to Because the stats he had teams. in his last season with San Francisco were not bad stats. And he got benched for, for um, Blaine Gabbard, if I remember correctly. Wow. That's crazy. So, you know, it's so that that's that situation. So really, at the end of the day, in my opinion, I guess my question I would pose to you is, who won? Yeah, I don't know. Who won one. in all of this? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's not really. I not feel really like nobody won. Yeah, there's not really a winner at all. And that's what really bothers me is because for all of this and how divided this was, went all the way to the top. We got the president getting involved, calling people who kneel sons of bitches. They should right. lose their jobs. The NFL owners don't have a backbone in his opinion, and they should put an end to this. And they're allowing this to happen. And blah 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 blah. And all it did was just evaporated like yeah water on an arizona sidewalk in july yeah. like gone i took was just... that's it and you're looking like okay um what happened right and and for me i think that 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 it i feel like that's almost the worst possible in uh, outcome yeah for sure that could have that, that could have been in yeah. this situation is the idea that after all of this after all of this, you got people trying to protest the NFL because they don't have Kaepernick in in right. the league. You got people that are trying to protest the NFL because they're not firing players who kneel or fining players who right, kneel. Exactly. Like, you have extremists on both sides of the coin with this situation. You have people so riled up. You have family members getting into disputes over this. I've seen a news article about a family in one state where they got into it over Thanksgiving about Colin Kaepernick kneeling and the dad shot the son. Get the... <laughs> that's fucking Like, that's crazy. how deep this issue ran oh in America. People was getting real in their feelings about that. You one. know what that's I'm saying? Crazy. Like, to where the point where you have a you father shoot shooting a son shoot o- on Thanksgiving over a dispute oh about gosh. whether Colin Kaepernick should be able to kneel and or play in the NFL. That's insane. And it's all over. But what I don't I don't get now is what my thing though is maybe I ask you this. So what did he want at the end of the day? It makes me wonder. You know what I mean? Like sometimes it makes me wonder. Like I was I'm a I'm all for Kaepernick. Like I'm I'm all team Cap. You know what I mean? Like I'm all team Cap. I'm all for the I'm idea. All Nike gear. I just bought some Nike like <laughs> last weekend at the mall. I ain't even gonna just switch it. Switch out your so, shoes. <laughs> so I got Nikes on right now. while you playing? But um, I just don't understand. Like it make it makes me. Because I get the NFL. I mm-hmm. get why they would, of course, settle. Mm-hmm. It makes all the sense in the well, world. Yeah, you want it to go away. Whether right. you're, because you're whether not officially admitting guilt. But you're not exactly proving that you didn't do it either. Right. So you didn't win and you didn't lose. But it just cost you some money. Right. Which you exactly. got plenty of. Billions of dollars. You got plenty of money. You'll, cover, you'll make that next year. Correct. So my thing is, what about him, though? Because... The only way that I could have understood him take this settlement and then him feel like he actually got something other than money is if he was on an NFL roster. Like, come March, right. come whenever the offseason starts, if somebody picks him up and he's right. on an NFL team, right. then I get it. Right. Then all you wanted to do was play competitive football for the Correct. NFL. But you had I to totally prove that they were that they that blackballed they were you, not letting you in play. order to get back in. Exactly. But if you don't do that, then what was, 
then what did you want? Or did the, what the you pessimist want at the in me? The pessimist in me tells me the, that his ideas changed. Yeah, that's what I was like. That as it basically went on. it started out being so strong about this statement that he was going to go do it no matter what, and then it started to get to a point where, mind you, he never lost his contract with Nike. No. So he still was making money from Nike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't think he was making NFL type money from Nike. No, but he or wasn't what he making. Would have been making our type of money from Nike. I feel like at first it was about standing up for his right to protest. Mm-hmm. I think after it picked up steam, it, it it became about his right to try to make sure that his message was being conveyed properly. Mm. which it never was no. and it probably never will um i think then at some point in time for him it became about standing his ground you know as in I'm not gonna back down yeah i'm not gonna back down basically. from this yeah yeah I get and, you. and then first Goliath kind of, of thing. yeah, yeah I get you. and then it became kind of about you know then I then I think it started to get to a point where it's like, okay, what what do we got to do to, you know, basically my... get to some type of end mm-hmm. to figure out where he can go from here. He's now been off NFL rosters for two years. No longer than that, hasn't it been three years? I'll have to look into that. We'll have to look into that. But it's been for sure at least last year. And the year before. That's my thing is I think it changed because the longer it took to figure it out, the longer he's out of a out of football Correct. shape. Because there's going to be some right. point in time where You're basically they're then going to be able to play the excuse you've been out of the game for right. too and long. You don't and have this, you don't, have, you don't it have it no more. Right. No, and I totally right. think that that's what. And I think now he he got to a point where he needed to understand, look, you're de- he okay, so he may not have gotten on an NFL roster because of his protesting and because of his kneeling, and because maybe they did collude against him and blackball him, and all these owners came to the agreement that they weren't going to sign him, right? Right. If you don't drop this collusion case somehow, some way, or settle it, you're definitely not getting on a roster. Oh no! Then no, definitely. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Like so, you've already so you've accused them of doing something, and you're basically holding them in the court of law, accusing them of discriminating against you. Right? Do you really think they're gonna hire you now? Never. With this pace, I'm sorry. With this case pending, right? Chances are probably not. No. Because when you're suing the NFL, you're suing all 32 owners. Right. So why would and Goodell in a sense? Yeah. So why would any sense. of them basically then give employment to someone who is suing them? Exactly. So I think at a certain time it came like, look, the only chance you ever have of getting back into the NFL, whether you inform a team that you're going to continue kneeling and they're either going to be okay with that or they're going to want to talk to you about that or whatever that case may be. Mm-hmm. We can't even get to that discussion until we settle this case. Right. And are you willing to try to take it to a point if they had the evidence that they claim to have? Are you willing to take it through a trial which could last another year? Mm-hmm. There's a missed season and possibly a year and a half. Mm-hmm. You miss a half a season. That's you're a missing whole season, a whole season. Especially at that position. Right. Now you're 30, what would he be, 32 uh, by then? I don't know, honestly. I'd have to look. So it's like, are you willing to drag that out and really cost yourself the opportunity to ever make it back in the NFL strictly because of time now? Because Father yeah. Time is undefeated. Oh, for sure. Especially, especially in, in sports. Especially in the NFL. And especially at the quarterback <laughs> position. Yeah, exactly. Especially in the NFL. So... Are you willing to risk all of that just to take down Goliath, or are you willing to say, as long as I feel like I've gotten what I felt I've deserved in the amount of lost wages that I was cost, then I'd be willing to come to an agreement on that. Like, you guys don't necessarily have to say that that is what you did, 
you haven't proven that it isn't what you did right. because you look guilty by giving me money to some right, people, exactly. but you also look innocent by not having to admit that you did it to some right. people. So not losing in trial, you didn't get found right. guilty, so you're innocent. Correct. And maybe, and maybe not all of the owners colluded against him. Because if you remember, the Carolina Panthers were just recently sold. Yeah. And they also have signed Eric Reed since they were recently sold and bought by new ownership. Eric Reed was the other person the other who guy. primarily yeah. protested and was part of that Kaepernick case. case. Yeah, exactly. I saw that. Is it almost more proof that the collusion was real because the first new owner that was would not have been part of that agreement signed, signed one of those people? Right. And what's funny about that is I've actually heard it out of people's mouths. that like, well, if they were colluding against them, then why did the Panthers sign Eric Reed? Because that's Cause the brand they, new yeah, owner yeah, that wasn't part know. of the covenant. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously you don't know. He wasn't <laughs> part of the blood oath. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's what I don't you know. You see what I'm man. saying? Now and I that's why also you. now there's talk that that is the team that most likely fits if Colin Kaepernick is going to get a job. Right. It looks pretty because Cam, Cam Newton is there. Colin Kaepernick is very similar in play to Cam Newton. So it fits from a scheme standpoint, but it also fits from the standpoint of this owner was already willing to give a job to the other person as part of this case. Why was he the only owner willing to hire one of the guys who was technically suing him? Right. Exactly. If you ask me because he wasn't part of the collusion in the first fucking place. Not at place. all. He had no idea. So he had nothing to do with any right. of it. That so for all I know, he may have rolled up to Eric Reed and was like, yo, bro, I'm not really down with what they're doing right. to you guys. I don't have the salary cap to be able to sign Colin Kaepernick at this moment in time. I have Cam Newton on my roster. I, I don't have the ability to do that, but we but do we'll have a need you. at safety. Right, exactly. And we would like to see if we can bring you on for a one-year mm -hmm. deal. When the offseason comes, if he still hasn't been signed, which he probably won't be, we can talk. Cam Newton ends up having these shoulder injuries. Cam Newton gets yeah. shut down at the end of the year. Cam Newton just had shoulder surgery. He might be out for the entire year. Yeah. Now, all of a sudden, it looks like an entirely different picture for that owner to where he can say, all right, now that that's settled, let's start talking contract negotiations. Yeah. You bring him in on a, on a one-year deal. If that dude comes in on a one-year deal and plays decent, I'll take decent, he's going to get a deal from somebody. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's going to get a deal from for somebody. Sure. Hypothetically speaking, I wish that Baltimore would sign him. That ain't happening. Only because I think he could be a really good backup for Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, I think Colin Kaepernick doesn't see himself as a backup no. in the NFL, but I think that he might have to He'll have to fight for at the very least if he decides to say if say something happens with the Panthers. At the very least he's admitting he's a stopgap. He's an insurance policy. Mm -hmm. He's not necessarily going to be looked at to take the Panthers anywhere if he were to sign and replace Cam Newton. I think the only thing he would be looked to do would be to basically keep that team afloat yeah, um, and just win some football games. Mm -hmm. um, but, I mean, maybe it's like the Michael Vick, Donovan McNabb thing. Maybe Cap, you know, Cap comes back like Vick came back from his prison sentence. and <laughs> Lights it up. Vick lit up, you know, when McNabb got hurt. And next thing you know, McNabb's getting shipped out. And where the, the fuck did McNabb go? Washington, right? Oh, the yeah, Redskins? yeah, yeah. What's the Redskins? Yeah. Damn. Crazy. Yeah. But, but then know, Vick man. ends up playing. Maybe it's the same thing. Yeah. But then Vick gets hurt. And that's the end of that. But. True. Um. I don't know, man. Like that's where I'm sort of lost. Like, I get it if he comes back to play in the NFL, but if he doesn't, if he doesn't, then just doesn't it make it look like he was just satisfied with taking the money and yeah, running? Yeah, that's what I get. Like, if he doesn't come back and play in the NFL, then it's like, then it's like, mm, but I still don't fault him at total because at the end of the day, you still got to take care of yourself. You know what I mean? And if you, and even if. I mean, at the end even of the if, day, personal finance went, trumps everything. Right. And even if you went and won the trial or whatnot. Yeah. Do you think did. he would have been awarded more than what he ended up getting? I don't know. guess we'll never know because yeah, we, we don't never know will. how much he got. 
That's what's kind of crazy to me. I don't and know. he signed the NDA, so he can never yeah, talk so about never it. Be able to be, say, be sued. Yeah, he'll never be able to disclose. But I don't know, man. It's it's kind of crazy. It's a crazy situation. It is. And for it to just up and just like it never happened. Yeah, it it just seems like so much build up for for nothing. It makes me dislike the NFL a little bit, honestly. I never really was a huge like I'm a football fan, but I always like the NBA. Football. I always like the NBA league better than the NFL. I feel like the NBA is is it's a lot more modern, man. The like NBA the is NFL a bit of a conundrum for me because I feel like the NBA is run better, but I also feel like the NBA has a big problem on their hands with the player collusion. It's fine. I'd rather player it's collusion than fine. owner collusion it's against players. It's not fine. I enjoy it. It's not good for the long-term success of the NBA. It's not. Yeah, well. Because then you'll continue to have cities like Seattle where they loved their Supersonics. And yeah, people will leave. San Diego loved their Chargers, too. Chargers should have never left San Diego. The biggest problem, the biggest reason why the Chargers left San Diego is because their owner's a dickhead. Seattle should have never left, well... Okay, see, what are you calling? Um, they should have never left Seattle in a sense, but I mean, OKC seems like they got great fans there now. So, well, yeah, because well, OKC, the reason why they got that team was because they got the transplanted Hornets. Because you remember when oh, Hurricane yeah. Katrina hit, yeah, okay. the Hornets had to leave New Orleans, and so they ended up playing in Oklahoma City. Temporarily, and then after they ended up, because you knew they were going to go back to New Orleans, when they ended up going back to New Orleans is when OKC was like, we would we would really like a basketball right. team. Seattle couldn't figure out a stadium deal, so they decided to leave and ended up in OKC. Crazy. It is. Nike should just open up a... NBA but there's team. talk that they might be bringing back the the son the Supersonics. That'd be dope. Which would be cool. That'd Pacific be Northwest needs needs a basketball team. I mean, they got the they got the Trailblazers, but Washington loved loved their Supersonics, oh, and they yeah, should be man. they should be able to bring back that team. The that'd name, yeah, that'd be dope. I don't know if they'll be able to carry over the records. I don't know how the team split. Sometimes oh, yeah. the records will stay at the city. Sometimes the records will go, go with, with the, the team. team. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. I don't know about that one, but I'd be, I don't know. Because that's what happened with Cleveland when they went to Baltimore. The records had to stay in Cleveland. Oh, okay. So that allows, basically, that means that, that... It's a clean It made it so that what happened was is that Baltimore was treated like an expansion franchise. Right. And not like how the Cardinals are. Right. So like well, the Cardinals, the to... records have gone from Chicago to St. Louis to Arizona. It's been the, the same thing. Yeah. With Baltimore, when they came in 96, it was like they were a brand new football team. That's how it should be. So... I kind of like that idea because like it leaves the history in the, the city, city that it happened in. Happen. Yeah, but I also understand the history of the franchise and the team name. But, okay, so here's my thing. I guess if you were to leave and change team names, then you should probably leave the records. Yeah, because you're completely different. Like nothing. Yeah, like same. when the Houston Oilers left and went to Tennessee to become the Tennessee Titans, yeah. then the, the records should have stayed. They didn't. They went. Oh, did they? I'm pretty sure they went. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that they went because the Houston Texans don't have the old Houston Oilers records. Got you. Or, you know, retired numbers or anything like that. So, nah, I don't know. I like getting off on side tangents, though. What are you looking forward to? We can touch on some NBA. We got a couple minutes. Uh, I don't know, honestly. Lakers ain't going to make the playoffs. They're not going to make the playoffs, more than likely. I'm interested Didn't to OKC just get beat by Utah the other night? Did they get beat? No, I Denver. Saw... It was Denver. It was Denver. Yeah, they, they were lost playing. Jokic almost had a triple double. We should talk about that next week. You see that fan smack Russell Westbrook? You call it a smack? Man? You well, little like boy. That little him, boy like... touched him. That little boy touched smacked him. Smacked him in the arm. Bro, that little boy got to touch Russell Westbrook. He smacked the... him in the arm. He was, the... he was the coolest fucking kid at school today. Bruh. So this happened last night, right? I was a Denver Nuggets fan. Who gives a fuck? He was he still the, me in the arm. He was still the coolest fucking kid in school today. He got Ru- he touched Russell fucking Westbrook. Who cares? Him and his friends do, or else his little ass wouldn't have got up and touched him. It's not like he stole any of his powers. I would have. I'd have tried to. I'd have tried to pull the sleeve off of him. You know what I'm saying? Just pull the shooting sleeve off of him. I mean, I'm with him though in the sense that fan they got away with like nothing happened. Well, I saw that there was like a clip where security talked to him. But what are you going to do? Kick the kid out of a game for touching Russell Westbrook? No, no, no. I'm just saying. I understand that in I the don't, s- not in that situation, but in other situations, there's been other situations. But 
but there are other situations that do get handled better. Like there was a situation oh, where, yeah, yeah. where a fan heckled Clay Thompson and he got kicked out. Yeah, yeah. There was a game where uh, I think there was another game where somebody went after LeBron and got kicked out. Remember Who when the lady LeBron? went after Joe Kim Noah? She oh, ended, yeah, she yeah, got reprimanded. The Heat fan, she got reprimanded. So the, I mean, to a certain extent, that it does help. I'm not saying that he gets a pass simply because he's a kid. He does need to have an right. understanding of how right. you behave in such a privileged seat right. um, at an NBA basketball game. Um, Real privileged. And you and you have to understand that there are certain rules, whether they be written or unwritten, that you just don't do. And right, that's, exactly. And that's touch one of those them. people. You exactly. can't do that. You know, yell your support for him, cheer for him. I get you wearing Nuggets gear. That's cool. You can still like Russell Westbrook if you want. Oh, yeah. It's Russell Westbrook in your face. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's cool. Be excited. But there are certain lines you just can't cross, and you don't touch people who don't want to be touched. Yeah. It's as simple as that. It's no different than what you tell a kid how to behave in school. No, nah, yeah. So it just lets you know that the kid don't know how to behave in school neither. But I'm a little weird. Uh little weird on the how close like they are though, i've sometimes. never been a fan i've you know never I mean? been like, a fan how close they are sometimes. of how close they are i've, I've been a fan of the it's nba just dangerous for everybody it involved. really is and like, quite honestly, honestly it's just dangerous for everybody especially for loose balls yeah for yeah bro did you see joel and beat when he went over like the first row yeah bro if joel and beat comes over a first row and almost lands in my lap you best believe i'm about to be trying to shove my way to the right oh, yeah, or to the fuck. left you see the announcer the almost way, looked like bro. he went in the direction of mb <laughs> like he was like i'm about to get some sweat on me <laughs> bro, he probably came crazy, in the next day that was talking with like an african accent and shit you know <laughs> you stupid like MB. started trolling but people yeah, on twitter i was never a fan of that so i don't know maybe the nba needs to look into that but I, I've always thought that there's got to be something, episode. but we can bring that up in the next episode. I, I do want to get into that, so I'll mark that down, and we'll talk about uh, NBA boundaries. Yeah, I think that's it for me, man. Mm-hmm. Been a fun show. Way to come back, Way episode come back. 12. I'm enjoying it. I hope everybody else is. Right. As always, find us on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, everywhere uh, pocket cast yeah man spotify we're all over the place just just look for where was i going with this and you'll find us man so yep. keep tuning in we love doing it you guys have a good evening signing off i'm frank i'm Devin. see ya